Welcome to the Porn Stars of People podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Comedy's Best Kept Secret Tour podcast. This is, uh, I'm here with Kenny Garcia. What's up, man? Uh, how are you? Fantastic. Well, we've uh, you are in comedy. That's, I am that's a, comedy. a thing. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I really know about you is that we had a decent time at the one of these uh, Christmas parties at a at a comedy club. I think it was more than a decent time. I think we well, had I heard that you have a man crush on me, which I I co-sign. I'm I'm very. Hey, what's I also a, have a man crush on you. What's the world without a man crush? You that's know what, what I. That's what I say. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy to have you here. I think this is uh, the fourth or fifth time I've booked you, and you've, you've finally made it. You're an elusive it, young man. I think it's only the second time. But <laughs> we can say fourth or fifth if you like. You're an elusive man. Thank you. Appreciate um, that. I'm going to get you to confirm on the on the airwaves here that you're doing the Com- Hoboken Comedy Festival too, since we haven't we haven't yeah, done that out we yet. Yeah, we got. I got an answer for you too. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what else going on? So uh, we're in uh, we're in a place called Reval in Jersey City. Uh, the 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 the. the uh, connector of this show for me was uh, Brett Drop. Yeah, the very my incredible com- funny dude. My comedy boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I'm jealous. Me and Brett Drock, uh recently did uh, mushrooms. This is the first time I'm talking about this. I, I know. This. Yeah, he. Uh, you were supposed to be there. I was invited, correct? Yeah. Uh, and I was going to go, and then I decided against it. Yeah, what happened? I just uh, some other stuff came. I went hiking, believe it or not, with my dog. I don't hiking with my dog. But that's not a. That's not that. That has nothing to do with what we did because we did mushrooms at like 7 p.m. Yeah, I didn't get the time frame, uh, <laughs> but I did. I was told, come to New Jersey to do mushrooms with you and Brett, or I could hike with my dog in New Jersey. I was here. I, my dog and I, we all could have done mushrooms So together. funny. Yeah, and we were with my dog, yeah. Yeah, that would have been perfect. You should have just brought the dog, and we could have just still done the mushrooms. One of those dogs would have probably gotten eaten. Uh, yeah? Is your, your dog is? He's a big guy, but he doesn't eat other dogs anymore. No, he's a good dude. He's a good you guy. said anymore? Yeah, he used to eat dogs back in his heyday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You used to crush pussy, and now you're, you know, you chill. Yeah. The dog, same thing. It's the yeah, same thing. You exactly. used to eat dogs, now I'm totally. chilling out. Chilling out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Uh, so what's going on with you, man? You're big things, right? You t- uh, I think the last time you canceled on one of these was because big things are happening for you. I got a, a meeting with an agency, which was fun. Uh, and it's always exciting, but it's always, you don't want to get excited about yeah. things. You know, I you know, nobody's giving me meetings. I don't you, have any. You get excited. I, that was my first, like, real exciting thing with like people who i guess matter yeah who can like you know so that was fun to kind of do uh like I, i've had i've had i've had meetings where i okay that's a lie so i have had meetings with networks where i took the meeting away from myself because i'd be like up there and be like and i'd start talking about other comics yeah and, and how, how great, great they, they were, were. and yeah. then they end up yeah i don't do that at signing all. those people well, I mean, that's so. a good. That's what makes you so. That's what makes you who you are, and that's oh. why multiple people have man crushes on you. Oh. I can't even make eye contact. I don't know. With you. It's bizarre. It's, it's <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! I don't know who you're claiming uh, cares for me. Because everyone cares people. for you. Everyone says nice things about um, you. I uh, I do because you know what I realized the last couple of years is so I I didn't I didn't come into comedy traditionally because I didn't I didn't want to do uh, barking. I didn't want to yeah. do. Uh, I didn't want to do the the bringers and that sort of thing, so I just started a show, which at the time was cool and it made me look uh, like the man. But then over time, what's happened is I realized a couple couple different things. Number one, that everybody that I had come to those shows for like four years, yeah, I was the least funny dude on those shows because I was figuring out how to do comedy. Yeah, yeah. So I'd have Giannis, Papas, Nate Bargatze, all so fucking fun. incredible people on these shows. So now all my friends just think I'm the guy who's not as funny as the rest of people on the show. So that was one. And then two, the other thing was that now that I'm looked at as the guy who runs the show, people are either like, oh, he doesn't need my help. Yeah. Or they're just like, uh, you know, once I stop booking him, they're like, oh, well, he's not, he doesn't like me anymore. Fair enough. I think the perception of comedy is that you're doing really great, to be honest with yeah. you. Well, uh, isn't this your podcast? Shouldn't people know this? Like, why no, would you share that? We have no listeners. We have no. Oh, listeners. Right, we have no there's nobody's. This is gonna be I'm gonna be honest with people. What am I gonna do? This is a fresh start. <laughs> is this the first podcast? <laughs> I just I created a podcast because I heard that you were coming. That's I did. I uh, actually, <laughs> I, you won't remember this. I did a show with you super early on in my comedy oh, career. Oh yeah, Alexis Guerrero show. Did I? Uh, uh, what show was that? He had a show. I think it was like a one or two show run at a bar. On 14th Street and 2nd Avenue. Really? Yeah, what not, was the bar? Not Beauty Bar. It was like next to... You know what? It may have been. No, it wasn't Beauty. It was Alexis Guerrero has never particularly uh, liked me, so I don't know that that... It was, that well, that was a long time ago. Now I know why. It's <laughs> probably something <laughs> happening at that show. But you would tell no, no, me no, I love Alexis. Show. Yeah, no, he's a great Alexis. dude. Um, and they're they're killing it with their little... We're just plugging... Cooligans? The Cooligans This is what I did yeah. in my meeting. I just, we plugged, just plugged other plugged people's shit. So Alexis What's is wrong doing, with us? Alexis is doing great. Seriously. That's, well, okay, that's the problem because we're in the comedy community, right? So then what happens is we appreciate everybody in the comedy community. So then when people are like, so what's going on? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I just hung out with, like, I hung out with Drew Michael and Andrew Schultz last night. That was one of the, 
better uh, days of my week. Drew's a good dude. I think if you combined Andrew Schultz and Drew Michael, you might get me. Get you. All right. Except they're they're doing comedy at a far higher level than me. So that's not even fair for for me to say about them. Fair enough. That's like... Uh, that yeah, that's like saying I look like somebody, and then they and then and then uh, and then they look at me and they're like, you know, we don't look like each other. All right, this guy weird. Offended. Whatever. So what else? Um, so what do you? I don't know, man. I don't know anything about you. So you you have a child. She's here. Actually, my daughter's here. She's yeah. in the building. She's here. Uh, she you, dr- she drove me. You motorcycled here, which seems we, weird. All right. To be fair, we I have a scooter. Yeah. But I'm going through a little bit of a a man crisis, and I want to call it like a motor, like a hog. You really spent? You didn't spend forty grand? No, on no, it. no. It was like so cheap. Okay. They gave me the scooter. They were like, "Here, take this." You, should, you need it. Uh, it makes putt putt sounds like. Yeah. Vespa. It's like a. It's an Apria, I think. So same family of Vespa. I bought it at a Vespa dealership, and nice. it's fun. It's so fun to. It's zip new. It's it's brand new. It's so no much shit. fun. Yeah. It's like uh, it's my first time owning one. I've like jetted around on other people's ones. Is it possible that we uh, that you teach me how to to drive? This thing? It's not. It's. Do you know how to ride a bike? Yeah. Do you know how to give something gas? Yeah. That's literally all there is to it. Yeah, I know, but I don't mean in theory. I mean actually. Will you let me get on your bike and, and drive it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Be my, it's insured. I've been trying to. Uh, <laughs> it's insured. I've been trying to get my cousin to teach me how to ride a uh, drive a motorcycle for a long time, but he only has. He has like a uh, like a twelve hundred cc. Uh, Harley. Yeah, this is 150 cc. So I'm gonna like. So he's like worried I'm gonna dump it. Yeah, yeah. Like those bikes are so heavy. Like, yeah. You know, like the last thing you ever want to do or be is like the guy on the side of the road with his motorcycle on top of him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like at least with this Vespa, I could just get just it get off back of up. Me. Nobody saw it. Well, I could just get it off of me if <laughs> anything. Like right. you know, whereas like I would need someone's help to get a 1200cc motorcycle off of me. Maybe. Well, you. Sh- There's you sh- no way I can get. You it. shimmy I- out and then you lose no. a good part of your life. No, no. I'm. Di- I'm just. If that ever happens, I'm just. That's the way I want to die. I want to like just be under there, unless someone <laughs> comes and rescues me, like a little old lady or something like that. Yeah, well, that could be uh, that could be your your uh, your love at first sight. That could be your origin story. Yeah, with uh, with, with a young lady, right? You're not you're not with anybody at the moment. Not with anyone at the moment. Uh, um, why is that? Because uh, look at my face. You know, I only got so many years left of this face, and I need to maximize it. <laughs> oh, uh, you're, is this deliberate? People were trying to lock you down. You're swatting it away. I mean, I don't know about swatting it away. I don't know, you know, but uh, yeah, I think that I was. I was at in a long relationship that went five and a half years. Yeah. She was a great gal. Yeah. And then we broke up, and then I met another lady. Things kind of escalated a lot quicker than I had hoped. Yeah. And then I needed to be like, all right. Uh, but isn't, okay, isn't that, uh, I don't know if you can speak directly to this, but isn't that kind of our lifestyle? As we meet somebody, we're so, at least for me, I'm so open and honest. I'm exactly who I am when I meet them. I'm not holding anything back, yeah. right? Uh, and so we get right into it and then we'll be two, three weeks in and then it feels like this big crazy relationship. We haven't talked about what it means. Yeah. I think with us and one of the things that like I've had this conversation, we're like, you know, we're doing what we do. That means that there's a certain, we're already bringing something to the table that the opposite like sex likes, which is humor sure. and confidence. Yeah. And we have all of that in spades yep. and then we bring that to the relationship and we, you know, we're being open, we're being honest, uh, and then uh, all of a sudden, you know, a month goes by, and it's like, oh shit, we spent six days in a row. Yeah, yeah, right. This is nice, but like now, it's all this manic stuff. Yeah, it goes too quick, and then because that's kind of the way we roll anyway, and uh, yeah, that kind of happened. And then I didn't kind of get the reins on it. Yeah, and I also kind of liked it. Yeah, because you know, it's nice. Yeah, but then you wake up and you're like, all right, this is. Well, once you have to have like the discussion, then it becomes difficult because you because you're trying to have a discussion on a thing. That um, well, the easy should be further along because of all of you've hit all you've checked all the boxes. Yeah, but the amount of time isn't enough. So then now you're like, I don't know. It, I've known you, uh, you know, for uh, an accumulation of three weeks. How can I be like, yeah, well, I think we should me, be together. I move a lot slower than that. So it was like, like, oh, you, you know, do always. You know, not always. No, like I'm quick to jump into something. But like, uh, yeah, that's. I'm ready to have that conversation at like seven months. Uh, yeah, right. And she's like, hey, right. Like it, the way that it would start would be like. For the longest time, I would introduce her to friends. It's like, hi, this is my friend, yeah. so-and-so. And she's like, all right, you need to drop the friend part. Yeah. Just, just say, this is me. This yeah. is my name. Right. And I was like, no, but you're my friend. It's Beverly. And, you know, yeah. How'd you know her name? She is here, isn't she? That'd be funny. That would be funny. If that, it's, a, it's a weird name to choose. Beverly's a pretty Have you met a Beverly? I mean, who knows a Beverly? I've never I, met, I've a never met a Beverly. My grandma, I bet, knows a Beverly. Yeah, of course. Your grandma's middle name is Beverly. My grandma's name is Blanche. <laughs> I would have gone with that. Blanche Beverly is a weird name. Blanche Beverly is a very strange name. All right. So I. Uh, my thought process is, so I think when when I do this fast relationship, it's still uh, the the funny thing is it's still it, it you still hit all the all the marks right because but you're just doing faster. So I'll do the whole 
uh, life of a relationship from all the way to uh, absolute intimacy, all the way down to fights and breaking up. But it all happens over the course of like a month. That's intense. And, uh, and it's happened in my life a ton. Huh. Because you don't, because it's, it's, it's hard. It is. It's well, hard because it's it gravitate towards the thing. It's good. You're like, you're yeah. not thinking about it. Sure. And you spend all this time together, I, which has a value and has a meaning. I think that's the problem. I also think. And knowing, you, and knowing you the way the little bit that I do, I think you and I are similar. I've had this conversation with friends where they're like, "Why did you just hook up with like random people?" And it's like, "I can't yeah, do it. I don't want that. I, I, can't w- do I it. need a little bit more of a connection." Yeah. And then when you I don't, get, if I get, fuck somebody, I want to see him again. Yeah, but also I'm fucking you for the future fucks. But if you get to that point, uh, you know, like I don't want to just do it to do it. I want to do it because there is a connection. Yeah. You know there's I mean? no so. point in me fucking somebody if I don't think I'm ever gonna fuck him again. Yeah, for me, that's that's sure. that's how it is. Like, so a lot Solid. of you know, comedians uh, gravitate towards performers. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw every comedian on earth the, under the bus, but we have the ability to uh, do a show, do well, and then have people in the the room uh, dote. As dote, can I use that word? It's I'm a, just using all fifties language. It's now. a dote over you. It's a first date. The show. Right. Well, so because they get all the information they need yeah. from you, they already decided that they uh, that they have this intimacy with you and this, and that you have this vulnerability. But you are not a part of that. No. And then what happens is, yeah, then you then you have this situation, and then but a lot of times they know you're leaving, and so they'll 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 yeah. submit to it. It happens, and it's right? all, I always tell people this: it's uh, we're sharing, st- we all we're, we're accumulating stories. You know, you get your story out of it, I get my story out of it. I guess, but for me, I I think it's not an equal playing field. I don't think it's fair, and I, and for me, it's not worth. The only situation where I'm hooking up with somebody who's in the audience is we spend like the entire night together, and I and there's an anticipation that all right, if I see like when I come back to the town, we're we're still hanging out. So you like you like that connection? You need it that deep when you're yeah, traveling? Is what, I thought we you, we switched it to something else. No, 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 no. We were still on the same point. Yeah. No, no. I get what you're saying about the traveling thing and like yeah like i you know i totally can see that yeah well so and then and then that's what and that's what it becomes so i'm I'm able to to basically i'm in a town for a week and then so sometimes you do the whole relationship over the course of the week and then you got to figure out what you mean to each other when you leave and how to keep that going and what that Fair is enough. no that, that's where it gets a little difficult because then now you're in one stage she's in another which yeah. also adds a little bit of the romance. And I intrigue. like it. Here's yeah. what's great about it. When you're far away from somebody, the next time you see them, that shit is quality time. Yeah, it's, and it's been a buildup. If you lived down the street from me and we spent all that time together because we're both weak people and we, and we, and we want to see each other and there's something great about it, right? There's, a, there's something wrong with that, that notion because then now that time is, is, is quantitative, not qualitative, because you're sure. just hanging out. You're watching, you're watching garbage. You're just like watching Netflix. Yeah, and I see what you're saying. You like the build up and you like the work and you like building the anticipation. I can relate to all of that. Well, I'm going to be gone a lot of days, so I figured out how to make it work. Make sense, yeah. All right, so, so even if they're here, so you like to get into a town and have a girlfriend there already. You got a little Not necessarily. It's not like I go to every town and have a girlfriend at yeah. every town, but if I'm seeing somebody and they're special to me, I'm going to go back to that place. So you if, you like, look, if you look at my calendar and I play the same club five times oh, in, in a year, there's somebody there. there. Yeah, right, I can dig that. <laughs> so that's kind of what it is. Well, I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying the same same thing. I thought you were saying you don't want to. You don't want to hook up with the audience. Uh, I mean, but sometimes I mean, there's like, uh, I mean, Chris Rock said it best. You're only as uh, faithful or as your options. And I think when you're <laughs> single, you know, like I think uh, that frame of mind applies to the audience. You know, like sometimes you do a show, my my instinct is to kind of separate the two. Yeah. But yeah, there have been times where someone who's, you know, like, wait a second, this person isn't supposed to really like me. Well, here's what's hard, right? And uh, they do. And uh, all right, I got to take advantage of there's this. There's a reason why the, everybody has it. Whether we go to that stupid commercial, everybody has their thing. Everybody has their way that they get girls. And for us, it's 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 comedy. It's whether it's on stage or off stage. That's yeah. what it is. So the problem is you go, I'm, I'm going to get this girl by being funny and charismatic anyway. Mm-hmm. I but I just did it on stage. So what's the what's the conflict of interest, right? Yeah, that's a good. I think uh, some people don't. I don't want to mix business with pleasure. Right. I don't know if the people go back to that club all the time. Right. I don't know who they may or may not know. Sure. I also like when you're in that position. You're in a position of power. Yeah. You know, so like you know, it's it's fun to be able to be like, nah, too powerful for you. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. I need to keep you. Oh, you like you, you actively do. like turning it down. Yeah, not not necessarily actively turning it down, but it's like uh, 
it's the unintended consequence of doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, oh, that felt good to do. Yeah. You know? And then, uh, but then when also when the, the other situation presents itself, it's also fun. Yeah. It's like whatever. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's some level of bipolar to the whole situation. No, it just sounds like you don't. Uh, yeah, you don't want to take a stance on it because because basically, if she's hot enough, you'll break all of the uh, rules. I mean, that's with anything, right? <laughs> right? Like I have like I don't fuck the audience. I oh, were you in the audience? Yeah, I'll fuck the audience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's with it. That's with that's with just being alive. <laughs> you know, it's like well, I, 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 I'm I'm with you on, on the level that I don't think anything is that serious that we should take a, a global and deliberate and and across the board stance on it. Yeah, you got to be open to anything and everything. But everything right now is about taking a stance on everything. You know, it was interesting at the beginning of this conversation. My 13 year old daughter was w listening and yep. watching intently. Yep. And now she's she, gone. Now she's laid down. She ducked under. She, yeah. She's like behind yeah. the. No, That's why I asked down. you. I said, are we allowed? Are no, we allowed cool. to talk she's about a this? big girl. She's heard I, it all. I firmly believe <laughs> and because this is the way that. That, that my little brother was raised. He's nine years younger than me, and it was a bunch of adults in the house. Because uh, there was she's four nine years younger than me. How crazy is that? So there was, no, so there was, no, so there was nine. So there was, uh, there was, there was, there was three kids in in a uh, four year period. Okay. And then and then we laid off, and then there was my brother. So so he's so everybody's already you know grown up by mm -hmm. the time he's running around, and so we never. We never talked down to him. We never like we never talked baby talk to him. He was we an just equal. spoke to him like a like an adult. Sure. And he was so much more of an adult than me at a, so much of an early age. She is more there. You know, I'm obviously her parent and I'm guiding her through the world. But there's a level of maturity to her that I don't have. Yeah. You know, like there's a level of like, all right, dad, you need to calm down. Right. Like, you know, like I'm constantly trying. See, look, she's agreeing. I'm constantly <laughs> trying to make her laugh and entertain her. Yeah. Uh, she's got a great sense of And she's of like, just be my dad? Dad, I think she's aware of the dad. I think there's like a level of, just like even with my friends, it's yeah. like, all right, it just, you know, reel it in, pal. Yeah. Wait, now, we didn't mention, right? So uh, she, you said she's 14? She's 13. Just for the listeners. Yeah, I don't, she's I don't 13. Know if we, we mentioned it. Uh, she's um, a great kid. Let me ask you this, because this is the thing I'm grappling with in my own life, is my father and I are not friends. Okay. We're not enemies, uh, but we are, he's my father, and, and he's like, having a hard time trying to figure out whether or not to come out of that role right like i would just like him to be my friend at this point he this, all of the dad stuff that he that he could do is it's done yeah like he's, it's done, over. he's done his job i'm 34 years old i just want to be friends with him and I'm, I'm friends with my grandfather i think i'm friends with my mom but I, I, once you get to a certain point and so I, i'm trying to figure out in your life where you're at whether or not now is the time when you you can just be friends with your daughter. And I you don't have to be her dad anymore. I would say that for her and I, we've been friends for a long time. Yeah, like uh, it's one of the things that was important. I want to enjoy her company. I'm around her, all, you know, enough that yeah. I want to make sure that when we're around each other, we're having a good time. And yeah, it's not like boring to be around her. Right. You know, so like that's kind of the way that I approached it. Uh, I have a, I don't really have a relationship with my dad. Yeah, uh, he wasn't a good dad. And we're certainly not friends, but like that does appeal to me. I wish I had a dad friend, and, right? You know, someone who I'd be like, "Hey, this is my dad. Look yeah. how cool he is." You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, actually, like I'm gonna turn into that one day. You yeah. know, and like with my dad, it's more like, "All right, like you know, out of sight, just get out of here, and I'll do my thing." And then, yeah, uh, I think her and I actually may have had a conversation th today, like when she was kind of giving me a little bit of shit about some silly shit I was doing around yeah. the house. I was like, you're going to like this when I get older. Right. You're going to think that you have a cool dad. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, how long are you going to be cool? I don't know, man. Like, I think that's the thing. Where you, I think if you're still trying to be cool, it's no longer cool. So, like, at one point, you have to stop trying to be cool. So, and then, here's all then I you're from cool that. again. Here's all I learned from that is that you actually are cool. Thank you. Because me, I'm just trying to be cool, and I don't think that no, trying I'm, to be cool is not cool. I'm still trying to be cool, like you know, like this. But the fact that you know that if you're trying to be cool is on cool. No, no, makes I think me know that you at least know that you are. I one think point at cool. a certain point, there comes a you know, there's a point in someone's life where it's like, all right, there's this. You got to stop trying to be cool. I think the fact that we've said cool 115 times in the last uh, minute and a half is very uncool. Uh, very uncool. Yeah, it makes it it makes all us right. not not really know. Um, it is interesting. Well, uh. <laughs> Did we just, did we she said that, yeah, she's what kind of We're kind of right. not cool? Yeah, no, oh, we're kind of in there. Yeah, All she right, said we're, cool. we're still kind of cool. We're still kind of cool. Yeah. All right, that's good. Um, we're, in a, we're in a cool profession, that make that, but that also makes us think that we can um, be timeless for a long Like, nobody's really, like, at this stage, everybody's just kind of wearing the same outfit in comedy, whether you're... We, we both have navy blue shirts. Yeah, whether you're... Whether Mine you're, is a lot nicer than yours, but whatever. Whether we're... <laughs> 
Well, I, <laughs> well, I would disagree. But you, uh, whether you're whether you're you know 20 or or 50 right now, everybody's got the same outfit. It's like it's yeah. kind of interesting. We're all just wearing sneakers and jeans and whatever. Yeah, um, I think for me, I actually don't feel comedy is timeless. Like I feel like there's a a clock ticking above really? me. Yeah, and it's really well because you know that you got to make it soon. Well, I I don't know. Make it is like so subjective. Like right. I have a different interpretation sure. of making. We it. all do. Yeah, and so like for me though, it's like, you know, there's this is the thing that I, that's fascinating to me about comedians. Like most comedians that you meet are smart. We're like smart guys. Yeah. And like you know, it's always interesting. Like oh, this guy was a lawyer, and this guy was like fucking a judge, or this yeah. guy was something else, something smart, and then we give that up to do this. Yeah. Which is stupid. It's and stupid, it w- and it also speaks to how intoxicating this is so that and then also what you value as a human right yeah and then you do this and you're just you're just using up all these prime earning years like which is the rational thing (laughs) to do it's like and then that's more like what i'm thinking i'm like i got a kid who's going to college pretty soon yeah and it's like yeah i would love to just keep grinding and doing this i get enough work i'm happy things are good but then there's going to come a point where it's like all right i'm going to need to like triple this and that's the thing where it's like, am I gonna do it with the comedy, yeah. or am I gonna have to, you know, figure? So it I'm out. hanging out with this. I'm hanging out with this girl who's uh, uh, wildly um, comes from a, a, a different financial background than me. Right, fuck um, those people. No, it's fine. Uh, she's unless gonna listen. You, she's I'm gonna listen to this. So unless you're super <laughs> rich, <laughs> like she's dirt poor. <laughs> no, I'm not rich. Okay, uh, that's what I thought. So because of your t-shirt. <laughs> 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 uh, so what was I gonna say? So she was like, she was, uh, she, she's, she's breaking my balls, but she, but she's basically saying like, I need to, I need to quit and, and become accountant and make money soon, like quick. And then uh, my response, which is coming from a very real place, what I've done in my life up to this point, um, the f- the 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 next way for me to make the most money is I have to make it in comedy. Like there's no, I yeah, can't, yeah. can't, I can't start over yeah, on some ridiculous. new thing. This is this is so now. I'm not gonna turn around and become the six figure accountant, the six figure uh, uh, advertising guy. All you know, the things I went to college. Also, for. there's more value. I got to double down. And doubling down, there's more value for you in terms of not just quantitative, but just like. Your happiness. Yeah. You're not going to be happy being an accountant. You know what I'm saying? No, for sure not. And you're not going to be happy, you know, quite frankly, she's listening to this. You're not going to be happily settling down. I'm like, not going to be I'm not going to be happy. And so you are going to be happy no, in the I'm little in the, the minutes that you're thinking about <laughs> doing this and <laughs> right. setting up a show. Okay, that's and that's the okay, so that's the not to cut you off, but that is that is inherently the problem with comedy, right? And and that's and that's why I think a lot of us end up uh not us specifically, but end up on drugs and alcohol and all these things is that the thing that we do that we love is so incredible and then the rest of the day is just Listen, it's the worst. Nothing. It's just nothing. Unless you're spending your time with a lady, you've just become a girlfriend who became your girlfriend in some Ames, Iowa or something. Right. Like that, yeah. And she's showing you around <laughs> and she's so excited. And have you been to Ames, Iowa? I haven't been to Ames, Iowa. I've never I heard of Ames, Iowa. I wasn't I sure. It I've seems like it's a real place. I've used that place specifically because <laughs> I haven't been there yet. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the most incredible and hopeful thing I heard was when Comedians Cars Getting Coffee was Jerry Seinfeld interviews Trevor Noah before he takes over the job mm-hmm. of... Um, the Daily Show, and he was run, have him running. Have, he had him run through his day, and uh, and it sounded weird, which is why I had to run it back, and which is why I think somebody Pace magazine wrote it up and wrote it wrong. But basically, waking up at one in he, the he wakes up at six p.m. Six p.m. Takes a shower, goes immediately on stage at seven p.m. He 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 got an apartment across the street from his one man show, so he'd wake up at six, get on stage at seven p.m., do the show till nine. Then he'll go down, do spots all night, all over comedy clubs. Ends up at the cellar at the end of the night, does spots there, hangs out with comedians till like five in the morning. Uh, goes home at like five or six. Goes uh, uh, grocery shopping, uh, reads the paper, eats breakfast. And then goes to bed at like 11 a.m. So really, it's dinner when he's eating. Yeah, whatever right it is. Yeah, that's bizarre. Uh, that's that's bizarre, and it would be hard to make it happen. But how incredible would your life be if the first 12 hours of the day were the comedy thing, and then you have an, an ample amount of time to wind down? I don't know. I like to think that like winding my day down at like two, three o'clock in the morning, waking up at 11, being a normal human, <laughs> not having to invest in like blackout curtains. <laughs> Uh, and being a vampire and being able to text people like and they're up doing normal shit. No, I think no, because like, the whole notion of like him at seven o'clock in the morning, like 
Hey, what are you doing? It's like, yeah, I'm waking up to go to work. Yeah, well, I, that's, well that's why I think he. I, that's why I think it still worked because because I think prime text hours are like six p.m. to probably ten p.m. for most people. Yeah, right, so he can just wake up and do it. I don't know. It's not. It's not practical for my life. I'd love it to be. Well, the whole notion of the one man show thing to start your day is like incredible. Like, oh, that would be wonderful. That would be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that. I would sign <laughs> up for that. That would if that could be the the show. Yeah. Just wake up at six, go to the one man show. Perfect. I wonder yeah. if he does that now with the Daily Show. With they I don't start at four. No, because he can't. Because he's got he's got to be in the office. He's got to. John. I mean, I don't. I don't know what his grind is. I know John Stewart was in there every every morning at eight. Yeah. Is what they at, least what, the at least what they said. Yeah, eight or and nine. He, he was in there he every would day. Leave after the show was done. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. He was yeah. in there every day doing that nine to five. All right. Fair enough. You know. You have a rental car. What's with the tag on your car? Key? Yeah, somebody asked me that. So they, uh, so I bought, uh, I bought a, I bought a. It's not a new car. I keep it's, it's new to me. Okay. I don't necessarily believe in new cars, mostly because I'm not in that tax bracket, but also because I think you know that you lose a lot of values as you drive up the lot. So I got myself a car that is new to me, uh, and the and the key is one key. My old key was a key. And a little doohickey on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm right. convinced that if I take this thing off, no, 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 you're good. I'll lose it. Ah, that's where I'm at. All right, so that's why enough. I left it on here. All right, fair enough. But this says, "Hey, go steal my car." It probably. does say, "Hey, go steal my rental car." Actually, is what it says. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Although, actually, the, uh, if it if it says it's a, if it makes it seem like it's a rental car, then it actually is like I probably I shouldn't steal that because they're they're gonna find it. Like you're gonna track it I down. Think people steal rental cars all the more, time more than they steal the other stuff. I don't know because they can justify. What do I know? I don't think you know much. I don't know that that's, much. That's, that's, that's all we've discovered in 32 yeah. minutes. We've been doing this for 32 26 minutes? Mi- 26 Holy minutes. Uh, what, uh, every, everyone, you, <laughs> me, and everyone listening just looked at the at the things. It's been 32 minutes? Jesus. <laughs> Some of the people are being like, this is the change. longest 32 minutes of life. Is and this some being people, live streamed? No, definitely oh, okay. not. Okay. And some be, no, but they're... they're it's live to them when, when they're they watching hear, it. When they yeah. hear it later. All right, cool. And now we're talking about them like in the never-ending story. Well, it's like, like we're like a tray you. That's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just broke the fourth wall of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> it's popular now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I mean, it's not. It's never been unpopular. I mean, we learned about it from probably Woody Allen, which was sure things that happened before we were alive. How old are you? I'm old. I'm going to be 39 in a couple of weeks. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, so it's not older than you. You're yeah, an old yeah, piece yeah. of shit. Um, I'm getting old. 39. Yeah, I'm doing so, it. Yeah, so back to the original thing where, yeah, it's a timeless yeah, well, timeless uh, outfit. And Yeah, this outfit? Is it with the blue? I just, I just got just this. Be, just comedy is timeless. What were you doing before comedy? What was your What was your supposed a, to be your uh, goal? Oh, man, I had a... Uh, I had a small dog walking business in New York. No, you did not. I actually still do. I still no ha- shit. I've had it. I was one of the first dog walkers in the city like legit i've been doing no it shit. for uh, this january will be my 19th year doing dog walking how I much mean, money can you make dog walking 50 I grand mean, you can make way more than that really yeah as, sure. a, as one human as one human doing it you know you can make a pretty decent living no shit so I've, that's all you i make a hundred grand walking dogs there's been some years where you've had to do that well yeah wow. sure. and there was at one point for like a nice little stretch I had a couple of people working for me, and yeah. that was pretty profitable. And like that's a perfect. You know. That actually is a perfect job for for a comedian. I mean, a lot of people do it now. And like when I first got started in comedy, I didn't quite. You know, my life was amazing. I would. I only worked from one to four o'clock every yeah. day. And then when I because you can walk because there's no bounds to how many dogs you can yeah, walk. Yeah, I would it's be as would many dogs as you can get on the on the clock. You sure. can walk. So I was definitely one of those pack walker guys. And then uh, when I started doing comedy. I took it for granted, like, you know, just with size is my life anyway, whatever. And then I was like, you would see people just like burnt out, you know, at the mics in the beginning and then the shows at 11 o'clock at night. So you didn't mean you didn't maintain the dog on business? No, I still do. I still have it. No, Uh, I mean, what 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 do you mean that you were in terms of like not having to wake up at six o'clock in the morning to go to a job? Yeah, I didn't have to wake up till 11 o'clock to go do dog walking. You figured you figured out comedy. Well, I figured it out before I even started comedy. I think that I think that's what actually drove me to comedy was that I had a monotonous job. I had a creative brain and it didn't and it wasn't going to stop. And it wasn't, you know, I think doing the having the monotonous job is what drove me to do something creative and then finding stand up was just perfect. That's funny. Uh, I didn't know that about you. Oh, and it's interesting because this show and, and a lot of the things that I do with this tour, the Comedy's Best Kept Secret Tour, uh, gives money to the Liberty Humane Society, which is the Humane Society here in in Jersey. They've grown a lot over the years. Yeah. I, I like to think because of my contribution. I, I don't know. I know that they've done a lot uh, and they've grown uh, since I've been involved with them because it's, it's going on so Six or seven years. Oh shit, that's awesome. Um, and we'll do the whole. We'll do the tour to Alaska. Yeah, you know, we did the tour to Alaska, and then we raised money for them. But um, I think the seeing you on stage, the first time I saw you on stage was was your actually your Access Gotham, 
at least that I remember. Obviously, I probably yeah. saw you at the I Guerrero I went out before show. you and I left because I bought um, at that bar. At the Guerrero's one? Yeah. Oh, hilarious. Um, and I think one of the jokes that, that I connected the most with was I think you you had, uh, you had a handle on a, on a dog joke that I had, that I that was an angle that I had never heard before. I don't have um, any dog jokes. You, think you have any one? dog jokes? No, not a single one. I did that whole thing for nothing? Yeah, it was good, though. <laughs> yeah. You don't have a dog joke? I do remember. No, I, I do have a couple of dog jokes. <laughs> did you do it in the special? No. You didn't do it at the, ga- at have, the Gotham? I may have done it somewhere else. I definitely have seen that joke. That jo- but I, all I remember was that, <laughs> oh, oh, that's, uh, I just remember being like, oh, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know why I didn't. Everybody loves dogs. I never had dogs. And then now that I have a dog, I, it's, it, I, I, I sometimes, I think it's like a, a singular experience, the the stuff that I do with my dog. Whereas yeah. I think it's shared. I think no, everybody I think, has similar experiences. I think specifically it is a singular experience, but we've all kind of experienced it. You know and we, I mean? and like we all, oh, and I think we learn a lot about ourselves Listen, through I, having animals. I would say I've been pretty lucky as an adult. I think I'm involved in two of the things that make you, force you to be the most self-aware. And that's working with dogs or, or being a dog owner. And being a parent? And being a comedian. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with parent. No, being a parent, you know, you just kind of. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I just, uh, sometimes I, I think I might just get someone pregnant names Iowa so I can write some fun jokes about being a dad. Sure, I mean that's a, it's a lot. I, most of my stuff is about being a dad. And yeah. Being her dad specifically, she's a hoot. Uh, I don't think I don't think a comedian is a is the, is a is an identify uh, an identifier. I think we in our in our heart are comedians, but I think being a dog person and being a parent are the this is actually things. one of the, th- this, the is a com- this is a conversation i've had and i don't know if it's a crutch maybe it is but i said i'm not willing to go all in on a comedian because i enjoy being a dad and i enjoy being a, you know a partner or an yeah. a, and i enjoy being a, a friend a person a normal person as maybe not as much as i enjoy being a comedian but no, I don't enjoy comedy enough to forsake all of that. And I think that there's this notion that you kind of have to push everything to the side, make comedy 100%. But that's a, but that's everything. But then that's every guy who and girl who who is the most successful at the top of their game uh, is 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 uh, horrible at personal relationships. Sure. Because they have to be selfish. Yeah, but I think though. So what are we doing then? If we're not, why are we doing this? If we're not giving it the 100%? You why know are we what doing mean? what? Like why? So you're doing the comedy. Well, what's 100 percent? All it's all garbage, right? The, 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 this this idea of give 110 percent—that's all garbage talk because you you're giving it everything that you're capable of, right? Fair and enough. And you're not capable of any more than what you're doing. Uh, well, I think that's where. The, that's and neither where, am I. That's where the argument comes in, though, because you could say we are if we push this other stuff to the side. Like if I push her to you the gotta side. You got to have values, or what? Otherwise, sure. what are you going to talk about in comedy? Sure, I think that's another part of it is like living a life to have something to talk about on stage. But I also think that like there's a notion of it being a crutch. Like if we don't make it, we can say at the end of the day, oh, but I wasn't giving it 100% anyway. That's one of the things that I'm scared of. Look at me getting vulnerable. Well, here. we're never going to make it. <laughs> Fair right? enough. We're here, right? We're so not going to make it. We're here. We've made it. What are you talking we're about? We're not going to make it. So at the end of the day. What's wh- making it for you? Uh, the, at the end of the day, what's the rest of your life going to be? I mean, we get this little. I think I think of comedy for me as like a nice, fun time capsule and the beautiful people that I've met. Uh, and to me, that's making. So it. what's gonna happen? To you? So wait, so uh, for me, making I'm, right now, I feel really good. Like right now, and I was gonna say this before we were talking about happiness, and you said, "Am I ever gonna be happy?" Because uh, I, I, we were fucking around, you yeah, know. Yeah. But um, but I'm having conversations now with people where they're like, "How are you? How was your day?" And I go, "It was fantastic." Because it was. I use I use that adjective often. And then people are like, "Why was it so fantastic?" And I I don't I don't because my life is great. Like it's just good. Like I'm just in a really happy place. And I can't the things that I that happened to me today. Maybe you wouldn't give a fuck about. Yeah. But I'm it's perfect. And 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 it speaks volumes to the fact that these people are something would have had to happen that's crazy in their lives for them to even feel fantastic, which I sure. think is a problem. I have this question often that I ask. It's a good question. To, you can use it when you're flirting with a lady. It seems <laughs> like you got all the questions. But I like to ask them what their favorite day of the week is. Interesting. And What's it, your answer? My, my answer is Monday. Why? I love a Monday. Like, think about what we do. Like, so we travel. We usually are coming home, and we're back home on Monday. Yeah. 
and then you got you do that's when you start to work you know you get you send your emails yeah. out yeah you know you, you maybe monday i drive home park the car yeah, in the spot that i know is going to be available on monday it's like the, i i take a nice nap it's the fresh start yeah to like the week you know yeah. and then for me and for us like we're lack ba- of stress we're back home yeah you know? we're back in our house yeah but more often than that it's like it's the day where i feel like ah i'm excited to get back to work because our job isn't done when we come back from a weekend we need to get the work isn't oh, our job's never done our job isn't being on stage our job is never done our job is that's the problem with I'm, I'm leaving for 35 days yeah tomorrow holy smoke and there's so many things that aren't done and maybe like there's never it's just never enough yeah it's never like even, enough. even if there was even if i sold out every seat in every room in every place there's still 25 other things I'd want to do to make to maximize that experience. Whether it means making a fucking T-shirt, sure, or you know finding another well, thing. What's the whole notion of like if you would have told me last year that my calendar was gonna look like what it did this year, I would have been ecstatic. I would have right. been like over the moon. And then yeah. now this year, looking at my calendar, I was like, I need more. Like if it's like this next year, yeah. that's ah, that doesn't work. And and so like that's the beauty of like that's where ambition comes in. But like. Uh, so then on yeah. that, so you don't so that's think what so I do on Monday. That's why so Monday's you're my convinced that you're not putting 100 percent into this. So what would you say you're putting into this? I would say I'm putting 100 percent of what I want to put into it. No, like that's, when I'm doing that's, a, that's it. a cop out. That's, 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 that's where I that's where I put uh, you. One minute if ago. I'm gonna, I like numbers. I like rating like oh, yeah. the girls are seven. You know, I like doing that. Move. Yeah. So, yeah, I can give I can give it a number. It feels it vacillates. It goes, you know, when I'm like, I was like I'm struggling a little bit. With like actual work and doing yeah. work and like getting and being and like just finding some creativity. Yeah. So like I think when you're in a place like that, you struggle to work. So like right now it feels really low to me. Like yeah. Right now I feel like I'm at like 25, 30 percent. Really. Uh, but that works for me because I also feel like I need a little. B- I needed a little bit of a recharge. Yeah. And well, how long do you feel um, unproductive? Oh, never for more than just like a day or two. Yeah. You know, and then like what happens is that like uh, I think. Our peers and our contemporaries, you know, end up fueling us when you you hear you get on the phone with someone and they're yeah. doing pretty great. You're like, yeah. oh, fuck, I got to I got to Yeah. We're insecure people. That's why it's, that's kind of why I went. I, that's why I hit up Andrew Schultz yesterday because because he's a guy who I think we have a very similar mind and he's like I said he's just doing comedy at a much higher level than me. He's so funny and he's so good and he's so brilliant at at bringing in a concept, uh, sneaking away from it for a little bit and he putting it in the into more more human terms and then c- bringing it right back in yeah. and putting it right back in where you didn't think it was gonna go and it oh, fits it's perfect it's and and the and the the just the the drastic nature between the two things makes it so funny. And so I saw him and Drew Michael and Joe List go up at a packed out show at the cellar last night because I want because I'm going out tomorrow night and I have 10 jokes that I want to work on. And my tendency is uh, try them the first night. They <laughs> they, I don't, they don't get anything because I don't yeah. know who they are yet. And I'm feeling around. And then by night five, I'm like, I just I'm like, I'm not doing any of those jokes. Yeah, I'm the same way. I just did like a nice week long run and I had like four new stuff I wanted to do. One of it hit. Yeah. And then by the end of the week, I wasn't even doing yeah. the one anymore. Right. You know, and it was like the week more was about me. Like, I'm going to take this week to get better. Yeah. And then you get competitive. And <laughs> right. You're like, ah. right. Right, and you, you just want to crush. You just want to crush so all like times. That's, that's, uh, I think wh- I'm in that little frame of mind because I'm not putting in the work that I normally put in because of a lot of other things going on too. So yeah, yeah, but that's a nice little. But there's crush. always there's always shit we could be doing. So then okay, so then back to the numbers thing. You said you know. I don't so know like right now it feels low, like twenty percent. Like when it's at its peak and everything's cooking, I like to think that like I'm doing fifty percent comedy and then everything else is splitting up to fifty percent. Oh, I was gonna take it to the numbers uh, to the to rating women. I oh yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> thing in the world to do. So, so then the question is, uh, do you readjust the scale when you leave town? And the other question is, uh, women wh- or comedy? <laughs> no, for for women. Oh, so, yeah. so like a ten a ten here is in New York City is is I mean is is like alien level hot, and then you go to Ames, Iowa. Yeah. Do you do you do you uh, do you do you judge on a curve? Of do you course, find do you find the hottest girl, and even if she's a six, I don't know. Now she's I don't even 10? know if I need to find the hottest girl. It's just like it's just you know everything. I'm a very we're all observant people. I think when you're a comedian, you have to be. Yeah. And so even if you're not looking, you're gonna see stuff. You know what I mean? And it's just it's instinctual, instinctual. To just give a value system in your own head. Yeah. I'm not okay, writing so, this. So then the 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 the, yes, the, the definitely actual a curve. question. There's a curve. The actual question is what's the lowest you'll go down the scale. 
that's the actual. All right, question. this is something I'm very proud of. This is on my. I don't know. If, I guess it's not on my resume, which I think is what I'm most proud of. Isn't isn't this fucked up? This kind of it's kind of what we want our resume to be. Yeah, this is. So <laughs> we kind of just want our resume to be a picture of all the women we've slept. So with. that would be a. That'd be a yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I've never done. The jump on the grenade thing for friends. Yeah. Not because I'm not a good friend, but just simply like I'll just entertain like verbally. Yeah. You know, and like yeah. we'll do that. Uh, but that's never really. You come don't up have to me. fuck the grenade. Yeah, you don't have to do that. But I've never. I would never get to the point. You're trying, then, your, you're trying to make. You're trying to. You're trying to spin this to be a. a, there's, a there's positive a, there's thing. There's a number in my head. Yeah. Not physically, but just overall as a human. Obviously, physical goes into that. I've never taken one just to take one. You know what I mean? Like just for the sake of like, ah, I gotta, I gotta do it, and it's just never been okay. A but situation. but your name's Iowa. You're lonely. Uh, uh, see, I don't get lonely. Your I'm dick a, and balls are t- okay. Your dick and balls are talking to you. I don't do that. That doesn't happen to me. I don't know if it's. A, a, so what happens? So what's the so I'm, what's the circumstance in which you you sleep with somebody? Uh, I've, I've got to be attracted to them. I'm very comfortable going home alone. Yeah. And just having a night to myself. I think I travel with my dog. Maybe that helps. Uh, yeah, maybe being, it really does. Maybe being in two super long relationships before I've been yeah. single has helped. But like the whole notion of just going home with someone just because you're horny, yeah, like doesn't really appeal to me. I'm, I'm right there with you. I want to have a connection. But you haven't answered the question. Well, who's what's the lowest number you bank? Uh, nine. No, like a, probably like a six or seven. Okay, like a, a solid strong. There've been no regrets. How about that? We're very similar. We're very there've similar been, people. We there've, really been, are, there've been no regrets. We really are very similar people. My dog is actually the. Re- I I was using my dog as an excuse to to basically my my take on life, uh, especially as uh, because we do this late night thing. You can always get a show. You can get a show till about two a.m. You sure. can get on stage until about one forty-five a.m. Yeah, in New York City, that's kind of the cutoff. So then everything after that, uh, you know, my my take was always I, I got to be on that. There's a one fifty-nine path train home. I got to be on that one fifty-nine. I'm I'm either on the one twenty-four or the one fifty. Because if you're ch- anything you're chasing after two, anything you haven't done by two a.m. you're you're chasing. It's you just sh- trouble. Yeah, you that. don't you don't need it. You should you should have accomplished it by two a.m. If you didn't, sure. you're chasing I something like you're not gonna philosophy. get. I think you and I have the same philosophy, but with just a different model for it. And I'm and I make and I would make up the excuse in the situation where where like that. I'll just be like, listen, I gotta go home for my dog. I yeah, go. so the dog is perfect to yeah. get home to. But also, I do that same thing, but with alcohol. Yeah. And I drive everywhere, and yeah. I say I don't really like to drink. I don't drink. Yeah. So I say. Oh, I got the car. And then when it gets to that hour, and it's like, oh, I just want to get home to the dog. You yeah. know what I mean? I like your thing with the 159. It's like a definitive number. Yeah, because uh, that's the train. So Hoboken, uh, you know, the, I take the, that. they I have take that, that train, and that's the one. 124. I'd rather be on the 124 every night. I'd rather be yeah, on the 124. And maybe it comes with age and being older and, like, you know, I've had enough. There's yeah. always more. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's the whole notion of, like, you know, to, not to get silly or deep or philosophical, but like I don't want that whole thing of like waking up in the morning trying to sneak out of a place because yeah, I oh my god, I, what am I doing here? Yeah, you know. So like if like if I'm going home with someone, I'm gonna actually want to spend the next the day r- with the them. whole day. Right. Yeah, like hey, yeah. we're here. Let's just get breakfast. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that, and that's the type of connection I want to have. Yeah, this is precious. Look at this. This is you know, this is the full package. You know. I don't know why I shifted my body. You mo- oh, that was you. That was you. Mo- that was yeah. you motioning yourself. That was me showing whole, off my, the whole, my stuff. <laughs> the whole the package. Legs. You know, so like, yeah, it's just the whole notion of. Well, it's value. It's valuing yourself. That's totally. really what it comes down. But to. But also, it's like I don't need to chase it. I don't need it that bad. Right. It's not that. That's all the same thing. That's all. Va- that's valuing yeah, yourself. Yeah. It's just you know, it is what it is. You can let him in. You can let him in. Just tell him it's a live taping. Sorry, just something. Yeah. Um, let him in. So. Uh, live. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it is live. It's live taping. We broke the fourth wall again. Well, no, now we're now we're breaking to talk to Adam. I don't know why. What's up, Adam? Um, Great. How you doing? So it's weird. okay. So now, so now we're breaking something that doesn't in, uh, probably doesn't in, doesn't make people on the podcast enjoy because you're just talking to a person who has nobody, who's not on mic, not yeah, on exactly. camera, who has nobody nobody has any idea right, who that is. That was an imaginary person I was talking it's to. Adam Gable. Everyone. Anyway, uh, well, I guess on that notion, check out myself and Adam Gable uh, on the Comedy's Best Kept Secret tour, uh, August tenth through for me September 16th he'll be on the tour until Labor Day that's awesome um, so that's that's huge what, what do you got coming up what do you want to plug I'm doing uh, Philly Helium that's uh, a, that's awesome that's, one of my I, favorite I hear places. great things about that club I love that, that place it's one of my favorites I'm doing that August 17th. If you ever, if you ever want me specifically to go open for you, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm actually, I'm <laughs> featuring for my buddy Drew Lynch. Oh no shit! 
He's doing Conan tonight. I don't know when this airs, but oh, very cool. You know, they won't be able to. They would have already on the ninth. Seen. Well, it, yeah, it, the ninth. it's on the internet. Everybody watches things later. Sure. Anyway. So yeah, check so out, check uh, out Drew Lich's Conan. Why are you plugging somebody else's shit again? Because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Tomorrow's his birthday. Uh, no one cares. So say hello. So what do you have going on at the Kenny Garcia? I am Kenny Garcia. Oh, it's I am Kenny I Garcia. I am Kenny Garcia. All the on handles, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Snap. I don't, Are do, you the, on, I don't do, you do the Snapchat. I'll, I got on a handful of times because people were like, hey, do the Snapchat. And yeah. it was, again, it was one of those situations. Here's the situation. This is perfect. I make a vow. Fuck Snapchat. I'm too old for Snapchat. Yeah, you're 39. But then, but then a hot chick is like, Are you on Snapchat? I'm like, I am now. I am now. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. I can tell you a story here. Tell me a story here. That makes. This is how I got on Twitter. <laughs> Made of uh, this is my daughter's here too, so it's gonna be rough. We're gonna have to have a conversation later, but I'm gonna go for it because it's a good story. Uh, she wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, now I know, she is. I just did it because maybe, maybe see psychologically, I wanted her to hear it. So yeah. That now she could tune it out. That, okay, and then and this yeah. speaks this speaks to to who comedians are. I I think in a big way, and and it, we're just back to the fact that your daughter's here. I used to do when I first started doing comedy. I was a little. I I, I just find gross things funny. I find sexual things funny. Sure. This is who I am. What's not so I've always been, things. and 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 crossing boundaries has always been what I think comedy sure. is about for me. So I was doing I was doing some sexual stuff. We we're still in college, and I had my mom come to my show, and people come to me after the show. And be like, I can't believe you said that in front of your mother. And I was like, that's my mother. Yeah, she's a grown-up. I'm the reason, like, the reason why I'm this way is because of her. Well, so she needs to know all of me. Yeah, totally. And so, but and she so, also already knows if she's a good mom. Sure. So then, and so, you know, all of that to say that your daughter needs to know who you really are. You I think my daughter sick, has a... Uh, you sick piece of shit. Yeah. Whatever, I don't know what the story's going to be. It's a, it's it a, could be great. It can be a decent story. My mother's the same way. My mom, I love people will say, oh, I don't like when my mom comes. I love when my mom is at the show. Absolutely. My mom is hysterical. What are you doing in your life if you don't, if you, if, if you don't want your mom to be proud of what you're proud of? Sh- certainly. Well, here's the Just story. You know who you are. This is what you do for a hot chick. I'm in L.A. Have no interest in Twitter. Yeah. I'm not active at all on social media stuff. I, if I didn't do comedy, I wouldn't be on Facebook. Probably, I, like, I enjoy Instagram. All that to say, I'm eating breakfast with the dog, uh... And uh, I see a porno star, Remy LaCroix. Okay. Do you know her? I know who that is, yeah. She's eating by herself. She's a big fan of the dog. dog yep. The dog is a pit bull. He's got a service vest on. You know this going in or, or, or no, you I see her? I'm, I sit down to eat breakfast. I see her and I'm like, oh, moly, that's yep. her. She's adorable. She's yep. just, just, she's blowing a dude. I don't know. <laughs> she's not. She was there by herself. Okay. Uh, They're all adorable. She's there. They're she's super adorable. All adorable. So little, no yeah. makeup on, yeah. just enjoying breakfast. And I see her eyeing the dog. I say to her, "Hey, do you do you want to just come say hi to the dog?" She comes over. She's saying hi to the dog, and that becomes. Why don't you just sit down and we have breakfast together? Yeah. So now I'm having breakfast. You haven't let her know that you know who she is. We're having breakfast, and then I say, in the way that I can, I say, "Hey, listen." There's no way to say this other than to say I know who you are. I know who you are, and I'm a fan. And she <laughs> like she like laughs. How far into the probably the like breakfast? just 15 minutes in. Wow. Like we haven't even our, we've ordered, but our food hasn't gotten here. Yeah. So now we're like on what I think is like a date. You know what I mean? Like, we're, but we're not on a date. We're just two people who like dogs. We're just only talking dogs. Tell her I'm in town for comedy, and then she's like, we're like we, we have a lovely hour, yeah. 10 minute breakfast yeah. together. And then I'm getting, we're getting ready to leave, as normal people do. And I'm like, hey, do you want to get a drink while I'm out here? And she goes, yeah, that'd be fine. Hit me up on Twitter. Oh, shit. I have no Twitter yeah. at all. But I'm not going to be like, I don't have Twitter. Which I, I should have been. I was just I was just, ex- I was just nervous. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I have yeah. no shot, no yeah. business here. And I got on Twitter. I slid into her DMs. No response. Can you say she- slid into her DMs when you're 39 years old? Uh, we already decided that you can say whatever you want, yeah, because yeah, uh, right. comedy's in, timeless, and we're not I cool. slid into her DMs, it um, was lit, and no. Well, that's the problem with that is, yeah, I don't, like, half of that shit is filtered out. What, the DMs? Yeah. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I had no idea. Literally, I had... She needs, to, she needs to follow you back. I think the funniest thing about that to me was I found her, <laughs> I sent her the message, and then if she saw it, it was like this dude has no followers, and like he's not follow, he's That's only following funny. me. I like I like that in every level. Uh, as a dude, our status is always uh, being questioned. Well, ev- ev- right. Yeah. So like you're in town, you're in LA, you're playing a club, you're probably playing good shows. I know you're a good comedian. Uh, but yeah, but then, but, but then, then the no way follow. the way that you hit her up yeah, is, yeah. is going to be a way that yeah that has it's like no a z- zero follow, no love. 
Yeah. Dude, we kind of came full circle. I, I, I pitched the I pitched the first five seconds of this as if we were on my other podcast, the Porn Stars of People podcast. I have seven and then we now. ended with, with you stuff. talking about trying to fuck a porn star. I wasn't trying to have sex with her. I was just trying. I was trying to have sex with her. Totally, that's what I was doing. I I envisioned a life. It's, of being like accepting of her profession, well <laughs> and like being the guy who was romantic. like, it was so like, this is romantic. Look how stable I am. Yeah. I was like, I was already playing in this my head that I could totally be her husband, yeah, and being cool and supportive of like her profession, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, babe, how was work? Yeah. And then she'd tell me, and then I'd be like, oh, awesome. And then she'd ask me, and then I'd like go off and do shows. This is very romantic. And we had all our dogs, and I was like, yeah. And then I'd be like a hero. Because other dudes were like, oh, I can't do that. I wouldn't be able to do that. And I'm like, oh, well, you're not me. You don't have the mental makeup that I have. <laughs> so do you think you'd that. be able to date a porn star and, and be in an open relationship and have that not be a problem? All right. So here's the thing. I've been, I think an open relationship is where I'm heading as a human being. Damn it. That's where we should have started the and podcast. Think, that's all I've been talking I about think, for, like, for like two months. I think I'm getting, Six to, months. I think I'm getting to the point. I was in an open relationship uh, in, in February, the beginning of my tour. Did you feel like? You were in love with this lady though, and that you were cool with her being with other dudes. I Here, think the level. The I think that you can hit a certain level of love or care, where then, as a man, you become possessive. I think that's, and then that's everybody's argument, right? Is that is that uh, um, is that if you really love this girl, you can't imagine her being with an, with another dude. But my take on it is that love is not about a possession, right? Now, here's the problem. And, sure. and, and here's the problem with, 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 with you asking me that question. Was I, was I just met her, and she was incredible, and we wanted, we basically were like, I'm leaving. Is this thing? I was going for 60 days. And it was like, uh, we, we either just give up this thing, try to like rekindle when I come back, or just keep it going now. Why even say anything at all? Why not just leave and then be like, hey, come see me in 20 days here. Well, because we, we were being honest. Days. We wanted to hang out with each other. And we th and, and, I, and I think we both had we had we'd actually talked about open relationships and, and how it was maybe something that that we were interested in. Um, and we were both trying it for the first time. So we sure. so we set up the, the thing. The, pro the only, Here's the problem that we ended up with, which was I was using the facilities of an open relationship at a high level. Okay. <laughs> and and uh, and and this was starting to get under her skin because she didn't feel like she had those opportunities. And there was going to be and, and everything's ebbs and flows, right? She, there was going to be opportunities in in her life uh, coming up soon for her to use them. Uh, they just weren't well at the same time as I was using them. So then we together tried to invent a situation where she could use those. Uh, those privileges. facilities, those privileges. I like facilities. I don't All know right, why. Yeah. Uh, Facility sounds like a place. It sounds weird, but yeah. I like All it. Right, um, and, and so we, <laughs> so we used that. Uh, we made up a a a, a situation, uh, and it wasn't great. Yeah, like it was gonna be. It didn't bother me, but it bothered well, you know, her. And then she wanted to call everything off. I think you lost the uh, the organic nature of it by like yes. setting something up. Yes. Whereas, like in my head when I've like planned it one of the things of like when you you want everything to just feel organic yeah and I think initially you got to that place where you kind of fell into it organically but then because of what happens emotion gets involved yeah and then you know you, then you got to plan something which is what you have to do in a normal relationship anyway right you know what I mean and then it just all comes back to that I'm struggling with the whole notion of I want to be in love with someone and if I'm in love with someone, can I share them with someone else? And like that's the thing that way I always feel like, eh, I don't know if I could handle that. Well, let me so men and women are different people. Yeah, that's, we are. Uh, totally. We're wired very differently, right? And 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 this is and especially at, at this day and age, it's hard because everybody wants to say, well, we're all equal or all this, we're all that. And we're, yeah, not. we're not. No, no, it's we're ridiculous. not equal. Uh, women can do incredible things that we can't do. They can make creatures it, inside they can their grow body. Them. <laughs> they can grow them. They can grow them in there. <laughs> uh, so we're different, and and what happens is I, th this is and this is the thing I wanted to get to. I think, and and it's it's kind of what I was asking you in in a beat around the bush kind of way. But I think in any relationship I've ever been in, the people that I'm in the relationship with don't know what reasons uh, and what conditions. Uh, I have sex in and I think that the way that we have sex and the people that we have sex with says a lot about who we are as people sure and we pretend like it's not we try and we try to separate that part of ourselves right but so for me I don't think anybody truly understands who I am unless they know that and then but you shut that off because you meet somebody in your relationship and you're like all of the having sex stuff is whatever but it it, it says a lot 
about who the person that you're dating is based on what their past looks like and what conditions they've been in to, to have sex. Sure. And I don't know, and it's like, from a, if you do take it to a jealousy perspective, I don't know. I don't know that it's a jealousy. No, no, thing but, uh, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, for, look at it from this point. So like, you don't know who the threats are. Like, let's just say you're in a and you are a jealous person. You don't, but you're in a regular relationship. You don't know who the threats are because you don't know. Like, I don't know who my girl fucks when, when I wasn't around. So, do you want to know? Do you want that? Do you want it to be that open? I think so. I think I do. I think that's what I would want too. I think I do because I, then I know. Because then I know. Because then I know whether or not I'm I'm being justified. Because I'm like, there's no way she would fuck that guy. Right, you know, like there's a little bit of that in there. Is right? there a little bit of also a turn on knowing who else she may or may not be into besides you? The problem, yes, on a level, but also I, by all, I go the other way because it's like it's like oh, who's your celebrity crush, and then they tell me, and then I'm like, he's not even better than me. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, like if it's Robert Downey Jr., like I'm like okay, yeah, I mean I would fuck Robert Downey yeah, Jr. I get it, but if it's you know if it's like. I don't have a prime example of who right it could now, be. You the, know what I mean? The, all the celebrities just leaned into the podcast <laughs> now. Like, who, who's he going to say? You know, if it's like, you know, I was in an argument about, about, uh, about uh, I tweeted that Chris Pratt is finally uh, finally hotter than Anna Ferris because yeah, they they're breaking up. Yeah. And that was my tweet. And that, and that was starting to get a little bit of love and hate. And then, and then somebody, and somebody commented on it. And then I, uh, and they were like, Chris Pratt was never not hot. And then I sent the picture of him when he was fat. Yeah, he was a fat uh, and, and pale and, and whatever. And he, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, he he's moved up a level from yeah. Anna Faris <laughs> in Hollywood. He's way up a level. He's so up, way a, up a he, level. He is a bankable movie star. Right. Anna Faris can't get. Right. Oh, and then, and then right, and then it's all about levels. So and then somebody says about, something about a uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, and I was like, well, he's not Jennifer. I mean, Jennifer Lawrence is a fucking Oscar award yeah, she's award a, winning, she's a double above, Oscar. She's leveled above. She's him. way above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's so. Uh, so yeah, she's he's not on that level. I mean, what level is that? He's at. Uh, he could probably. He's at like Scarlett Johansson level. Yeah, he could fuck J Lo maybe. Well, now nah, Aaron. In there. No, no, I think J Lo's a level above him just from tenure. You know, yeah, like maybe, but but I, but I but I but but she's a depreciating property because she's I getting disagree. old. I disagree. Di- I mean, she looks incredible. She looks incredible. I would, I would, cha- I would. I, I want her to be his earliest stepmom. Yeah, I would do. I would do anything. <laughs> I, I would do anything in in uh, if there is a selling your soul to the devil. I would do that probably for J Lo. All right, I've had this question. You're a perfect person to okay. ask. Okay. Uh, I've been pretty fortunate. In my, I've never had to pay. Directly cash to a person to be with them sexually. Oh, I won't pay for sex, and it goes right. back to the same thing we we're talking about before. So I've never like done that. I've yeah. never done that ever. It's not something that I would do. Obviously, you have a, a wife or you have a girlfriend. You're paying for it all the time. Whatever. That's a whole different type of conversation. Yeah. But the whole notion of like paying a professional for it, like, doesn't it's the ridiculous to me. It doesn't make any sense. Here's what I think. How would much happen. would you pay, and who, in Hollywood? No, here uh, I I would sell my soul. I would sell, sell I would soul sell soul. my soul, soul for J, for J Lo for J Lo for sure. All right, there um, you go. No, I, I I think for me I think here's how my brain works. Cash <laughs> is worth more than your soul though at this point. So no, like, I don't have any cash, and, right, I, and so I, like, can't, a, I can't even visualize me having cash. What's enough num- cash? What's a number that hurts you right now? Where like you got to sell things in order to get to J Lo. This is more of a question of your your bank account. Oh, than dude, like just, dude, just dude we're doing a podcast in a basement for nobody. A thousand dollars fucks me up for a little while. All right, right now. fair enough. No, uh, sell the soul. This is what I was gonna say. And How about if I say you can't talk to your mom ever again for J Lo? Absolutely, <laughs> just absolutely, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. I I would cut out my whole family. I cut whole, out, I, whole, I would give up everything I know the whole, for J Lo. I said you can't do comedy anymore for J Lo. I would do that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, right. I would do that. Wow. I would, you know, I'd end up cheating on her because I, I, I do comedy on the side. Like uh, she'd be like, "Do you fucking comedy? Did you do tonight? jokes tonight? Do you fucking comedy? You tonight? smell like liquor. <laughs> Why are you so sad? <laughs> <laughs> You've been so no. happy this last time not no, doing jokes. No, this is uh, this is what I this is what I was gonna say. Uh, now we're now I'm off track of my brain. I forgot where I was at. Um, Celebrity Anna Faris. No, 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 no. Um, Johansson. Money Chris for Pratt. sex. Oh, money for sex. This is how my brain works. Is that if I paid money for sex, no matter how much money I pay, it's kind of like when I get a massage. Yeah. If there's like any period of time where they're like, if they're putting oil on their hands, there's like a clock You're going in my head. Right now. <laughs> right. Why are you putting oil? This is a massage, right. not a put oil. Right. Your right. Hands. So she gets on top, and I don't like to move. I'm like, really, I'm paying for this? Like wow. that's what would happen. It would. So there would there would be no enjoyment in even getting a prostitute. Yeah. I got some other disclosures. I've, I've been to two strip clubs in my life, both for bachelor parties that I didn't enjoy. I don't like strip clubs. I don't like them either. I only go to strip clubs when I know the person that I'm with is going to have a better time in their day if they go to a strip club. Like I had a buddy like who had you? a Maserati, 
and I wanted to drive his Maserati, ah, ah, and he got drunk. I, there was an unlimited bar tab at my show. I gave it to him, so then I just kept doing time. They were like, do as much time as you want, and I was watching him yeah. trying to see how drunk he got because I wanted to drive this Maserati. Then he's on. Uh, then I come back, and I'm like, you can't drive your Maserati. So then I, we go to every strip club on the way home. Because uh, I know he loves to, strip clubs. You get to drive the Maserati. You drive the Maserati till nine a.m. Right, fair enough. So, all um, right. Yeah, the whole the whole notion of a strip club is like sad to me. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, it's not fun at all. Um, if it also doubled as like a brothel, then I could kind of see the appeal of it. But the whole notion of like paying, uh, and then uh, my mom just walked in. Look at her. How's it going? <laughs> That's not my mom. Sorry. Uh, welcome. This is we're just wrapping up a podcast and we're breaking all the walls. Uh, we would love it if you sat anywhere in. The immediate circle of the stage. No, no, that's not the kind of show. That's not. The, that's not the kind of show Welcome we're doing. Welcome to the stage. That's not the kind of show we're doing. But uh, this is the. I don't know. I guess we have to wrap it. There's so many. I want to do a whole other episode with you. Let's do it. We just cracked uh, the the, yeah, the surface on what on what okay. I want to talk about with you. I'm sorry I was late. I was. I rode my motorcycle here. <laughs> Stop calling it a motorcycle. It's a, it's a hog. We're gonna go outside and you, and, and you, we're gonna teach. You're gonna, uh, you're gonna teach me how to use it. You're oh, gonna, you're gonna need oh. earplugs. The only thing I actually should be uh, 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 plugging is is I have an album coming out next week. That's uh, awesome. It's my first album. I'm very excited about it. Check it out. It's called Naked and Amused uh, Comedy at a Nudist Colony. I did comedy at a Nudist Colony. That'll be a good angle, uh, and I'm releasing it next week. Congratulations, um, man! I appreciate it. Uh, awesome. So check that out. By the time this podcast comes out, you probably it probably exists. Uh, check out the live shows. Check out Kenny Garcia. I am Kenny Garcia. I am Kenny Garcia on all of the things except for Snapchat. Yeah, I'm on the Snapchat too. Probably um, as I am Kenny Garcia. My name is Dan Fergalet. This is Comedy's Best Kept Secret Tour podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you found us on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, we're on the other one that you didn't find us on. Check us out there. Tell your friends. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Dan. That was fun. Uh, Kenny Garcia, guys. It was fun. You.